something borrowed, something blue. Give us all your juicy news, sensational, irrational. It's Wedding Confessionals. Welcome to another episode of Wedding Confessionals. I'm Brooke. And I'm Pam. And the only thing we love more than weddings is talking shit about weddings. So much shit. It's funny, our guest asked us, is it okay if he curses? And I'm like, LOL, bro. It's in our slogan. (laughs) (laughs) So um, we don't really have anything to update you guys on right now. And I have no crazy stories that have happened since the last time we all met. So. We're just going to dive right into it because we do want to take a long time to talk to this guy. We do. I'm interested in what he has to say on He's a couple of different to topics. Say. Yeah. So with us today is our buddy, Paul Barry. He is a personal trainer and we live near each other. He was my personal trainer. Um, and he most notably for this podcast is the husband of um, episode seven's lady, Noelle Barry. So if you listen to her episode, you might know a little bit about this guy, but we're learning a lot more tonight. Welcome, buddy. Say hello. Hi. Thanks for having me. Um, So most notably for all of our American listeners is that you're a Brit. I am a Brit with a terrible accent that's now a hybrid. Oh, is it? It's so obnoxious. It sounds so British to me. Yeah, me too. We have some UK listeners who probably are like, this guy's a fake. Yeah. (laughs) Anyone from England's going to listen to me and go, ooh, what's wrong with him? (laughs) (laughs) But to Americans, I still sound English. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right on. Um, so, uh, one of the reasons why we wanted to bring you on, obviously, is to get your take on some of the stuff that happened with, um, proposing and getting married to the hilarious Noel Berry. Mm-hmm. Um, but also because you're a personal trainer and it comes up a lot, you know, yeah. sometimes people are trying to get into better shape for the wedding, you know, or yeah. trying to go on crazy diets and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And how you balance that out and see through the crazy noise to what is reasonable Indeed. if you're going down that road. But before we get into the fitness... We want to get into the wedding stuff because that's what this this podcast is about. It is. We want to hear it. Yeah. All right. So the first question we always ask people is, um, how old were you when you attended your first wedding? Oh, gosh. Um, I actually think I was 12 or 13 and it was my grandma's wedding. Ooh, Grandma. Fourth or fifth wedding so yeah that was grammy (laughs) yep (laughs) (laughs) um did this guy this one stick it stuck until the very very end yeah oh okay that's nice Mm -hmm. yeah did you have a good time do you have any actual memories of it besides just Um, being in a suit i remember actually i didn't have a suit i just had a shirt and tie i hadn't progressed to suits at that point so um yeah it was a it was a simple small wedding reception back at the house um I forget. They actually met um, whilst they were both having open heart surgery. What? What? Yeah. So they met in the hospital, mm-hmm. and they were both f- former nurses as well. Wow. So, oh, wow. but yeah, they were both having. Uh, they met on on a hospital ward. Their hearts mended for each other. Pretty much. Aww. That's really sweet. Yeah. And weird. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, did you go to a lot of weddings after that, like as a teenager, or was it more in your twenties? No, I, I actually haven't been to that many weddings. I've been to a few friends' weddings, but I have I'm not well versed in going to weddings. Well, I was going to make you our new co-host, but I guess that's over. Guess so. <laughs> I wonder <laughs> if um, 
you know, we talk about the fact that you're a personal trainer now, mm-hmm. but um, you worked for a while on cruise ships, mm-hmm. kind of at yeah. that age where everyone was getting married. Were you invited to a lot of weddings you just couldn't even go to because you're in the middle of the ocean somewhere? Um, I think not that many. I think maybe one that oh, we couldn't okay. go to, but yeah. I mean, like, yeah, a lot of the time we were in the middle of the ocean, so, or away. Um, I think Noelle probably had more weddings that she couldn't go to, but I don't seem to recall too many. Interesting. So let's dive into your proposal. Yes. Because I know a little bit, <laughs> but I really want to know your point of view. Yeah, we heard, how a, long, we heard a version. Yeah. Let's how, hear your how version. How long were you dating her when you decided it was like, I got to lock this down? Uh, it had been three years. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then we were engaged for a year before we got married. But <laughs> I remember listening to Noelle's podcast and thinking, yeah, it's pretty much what happened. Um, it wasn't the greatest. I think I was sweating <laughs> it so much that I just, from a guy's point of view, I just wanted to get it done. I wanted to get it out. How long did you have the ring before you proposed? A while. We actually... Um, we actually brought the ring together because she kind of wanted to pick it out a little bit, which, you know, it's fine. Yeah. I, I didn't, you know, I didn't have any problem with that. But, but you'd been talking about marriage mm-hmm. and yeah. getting engaged. So this wasn't a surprise. <clears throat> no. It was, the surprise was when, when you were When was do I going to do it? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but the day we did it, I really wanted to do it because we were cruising in Hawaii and we were in Honolulu. And I was, you know, I was, Noelle is Hawaii crazy. She's, you know, obsessed with Hawaii. So I wanted to do it on Waikiki Beach at sunset. Mm -hmm. Um, Because just in my mind, that was the perfect scenario. But the day I did it, she wasn't trying to think what it was. I think she she had, she said she had pink eye or something. Sty or something. Something with her eye. Yeah. So she wasn't feeling... (laughs) the most attractive but from a guy's <laughs> point of view i guess in my head i'm thinking this will really cheer her up to an extent you know Aww. um but I like and that. i guess looking back on it she was thinking oh my gosh i hope he doesn't do this today please you know but then i was i had the ring with me in my pocket all day long and was just sweating it and sweating it. and she was like you're not going to do this today are you and i was like no 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 <laughs> So she think, asked you, and that yeah. wasn't a key of like, maybe I shouldn't maybe, do this today. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At that point, yeah, I probably, actually, I think it was, it was because our cruises were 15 days. So they were two weeks prior, I was going to do it. And for some, I forget what it was. But I was like, no, I'm going to wait. It's not right. And so I waited. And then I think it'd been, when you're on those ships for that long and you're another two weeks and I'm thinking, I got to wait another two weeks if I don't do it this week. Right. It just it just kept kind of getting longer and longer and longer and further and further away. So um, I just kind of really wanted to do it. And so we we ended up walking down to the beach and just taking a, a stroll. And then I just kind of like stopped and turned around and dropped on one knee. And I asked her and Noelle's reaction was, oh, shit. That was the first <laughs> thing she said. And I think she actually said that when she was on here. Um, I was like, awesome. Wait, did you ask, will you marry me? And her response was, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I think, no, I think. Just no, no, the no, act I, of do- dropping to, to the knee? I think the drop into the knee, yeah. Was, <laughs> yeah. So, but she said yes, and it was all good. But, yeah, she wasn't feeling. 
the greatest, but I also got to the point where I was like, I just, I have to do this. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so that was, that was the proposal. And then say we were engaged for a year and then we got married out here in Dana Point. You so. mentioned that you had a later honeymoon. How long did you wait between the wedding to go on your honeymoon? Um, well, I couldn't wait to get engaged, but then we did our honeymoon three years later from when we got married. But <laughs> Wow. Um, well, we again, we wanted to kind of save up and go to Hawaii because it's where we loved. And we'd always, every day we were in Hawaii, which was sad because we kept having to be back on the ship by five o'clock, six o'clock. And then you leave and you sail away. And so we really wanted to be able to go back and be there, you know, and so we can spend the nights in Hawaii as well. Um, but also when we got married, I had all my family out here from England and I didn't kind of want to be, and for my dad, it was his first time out here yeah. in California. And yeah, you didn't want to ditch him right after the wedding. Exactly. It's like, hey, peace out. We're off. So, Thanks for flying across the world. Exactly. Gotta go. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, we wanted to kind of take our time and just be able to do it on our own terms and not just do it straight away. So... And it was great because we actually ended up going there for like five or six days and we had a really good time. So That's cool. Yeah. Nice. Right on. Okay. So we touched on the proposal mm-hmm. and and then Noelle, she really dived into your wedding. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, but in, in your opinion, what was, what was the best part of your wedding? Um... I mean, I get the whole day was was awesome. Like we actually woke up that morning and because it had been kind of gloomy, it was in November when we got married, and we were a little work concerned about the weather. And but we woke up that morning and it was just bright, glorious sunshine when we woke up, and it was like that the whole day. People even got like a little sunburn outside. Um, I mean, for me, I think it was really just the ceremony. Um, it was quite long. I will say that. Um, but (laughs) (laughs) was that a critique? Uh, (laughs) I mean, it was hot outside, and you like hurried up. Let's get to the party. I'm not a particularly religious guy. I wasn't raised religiously, and Noel's dad's a pastor, and um, he didn't want to officiate. I don't think Noel wanted him to either. So a friend did that. Um, but it ended up being a bit more of a teaching as opposed to let's just say the vows and you know rock and roll yeah um so it was like i mean i don't know how long it was but i think it was at least half an hour yeah and that and felt I'm, long to you in my yes because i'm in, <laughs> in my head i'm thinking is my dad still awake is and, I'm, and i was crypt, i was trying like to like l- look over my shoulder to kind of like see if he was still you know in the land of the living and um <laughs> But, um, yeah, I mean, other than that, it, it was a really, really fun day. Um, it was small, intimate. Um, but for me, I think it was really the ceremony, just sort of doing it and, um, you know, being able to say our vows, have everybody there. Um, we did like a sand pouring and stuff, to, which, you know, was a lot for Noelle, you know, to remember her mom by. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, and I our friend who was in uh, Wicked, sang somewhere over the rainbow the hawaiian version which was awesome so th- those are some really cool memories yeah uh, yeah um what do it what, what's what was the worst part about the wedding the fact that the ceremony took half an hour or so <laughs> 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 i think for the most part that was just kind of like the longest part and actually when my 
my best man and I were making our way down. Um, we were in the elevator and we were coming down and we had this lady who was helping out being the, um, coordinator. Uh, yes. Who was a friend. I believe she was a friend of Noel's mom and she kind of didn't really help to be honest. Um, she just kind of walked around with a clipboard and looked busy, but didn't really do too much. And so <laughs> we're in the elevator and we come down and it stopped. We were, I think on the third floor, it was only like three floors and we were on the third floor. We're coming down. It stopped on the second. We were like, oh, and the door started opening and I saw a glimpse of white. No. Yeah. And I was like, I'm my, I just kind of like opened my mouth and my best man went, no, don't look, don't look. And like kind of almost like body slammed me against oh the, the elevator. And he's like banging on the buttons as hard as he can. He's like, come on, come on, come on. He's like hitting these buttons to get the door shut. Yeah. And it was Noel was there with like all the, um, with the kids who were the, uh, the, the flower girls, bridesmaids. And um, oh my gosh. I didn't, I didn't see her. I saw a flash of white, but yeah. I didn't really kind of see her. So you guys such. went with the first look as she's walking down the aisle. Did you know what the dress looked like or anything at no, that time? No, wow. not at all. Wow. Yeah. Did you have the shock like, oh my God. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 She looked amazing. So did yeah. you do that, Pam? Did Jeff the, know what the dress looked like? Did he see you beforehand? Before the ceremony? Yes, but not before the wedding day. Oh. Huh. Yeah. So when we came out and did pictures, he that was the first time that he saw. No one will be shocked to learn that the unromantic Brooke and Tristan totally <laughs> didn't do any of that. But we didn't take any pictures. We didn't do that. Like I tried you know. on both the dresses. I was like, which one do you like better? Like he totally like, and because he's seen one season of Project Runway, he's now a fashion critic. So he had opinions. He had something to say. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, that's interesting. Oh, I yeah. never think to ask about that. I forget so, that's a thing. My best man, props to him because he did his job. I mean, yeah. he full on like NFL tackled me so that I wasn't <laughs> looking. Yeah, bruises. And then was just, just smashing on the buttons to get the door shut. That's awesome. So, and then look, he just kind of looked at me and blew out his cheeks and was like. <laughs> <laughs> Mission accomplished. Yeah. yeah. Now, is your best man from uh, England or yes. here? No, yes. he's from England. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was my buddy my buddy craig uh he was on the ships with us um my fellow diehard liverpool fc supporter nice so yeah <laughs> and soccer. actually at soccer yeah exactly Fo yes. football the game you play with your feet um not the <laughs> is one that you, a, is that uh, a dig um, yeah no i love you NFL. like yeah I do. you like NFL i'm a big too, right? nfl fan too yeah yeah i know i'm like we were just talking about our yeah. fantasy football teams <laughs> like i know and i'm in two fantasy leagues this year so <laughs> yep but actually noel had a and i didn't even know this was a thing um but she had a groom's cake made yeah which yeah I, I, that's not a thing in england again i barely been right. to any wedding so i Your wouldn't wedding have expert. an idea exactly sure um but she got um a liverpool fc and their colors are red mainly with a little bit of white and so they had this whole red cake so me and my best man craig we actually got the knife and held hands together and cut the groom's cake together <laughs> <laughs> we actually we have pictures of that somewhere that's adorable um, that was pretty fun that. but everybody we had this beautiful wedding cake three tiers three different flavors it was covered in chocolate um everybody at the liverpool cake everyone went crazy for that thing and everyone had like major like red lips just Oh, everyone no. at the wedding like the kids were teeth, just a mess lips, but like everyone a, had teeth and like lips a kool-aid mouth yeah it was everyone just caned that cake 
And it so, was it was good. It was really good. But we had so much wedding cake left over because everybody ate the, the groom's the cake. The groom's cake. Yeah. So question, because I did not have a groom's cake for my groom. Yeah. Um, when when do you eat that? They, I think they they served it up. Once we'd had the, the actual meal, they served it up like after that. With they, the wedding cake? Yeah. But it's usually it's at the same the, time. With the wedding cake. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the kids wanted it because it was, you know, it was red and bright and, you know, it looked fun. So, yeah. We um, didn't have one. I don't know why. I don't know. I had that weird cake. Well, you did. <laughs> well, well, <laughs> the armadillo cake. Well, what happened? <laughs> Let me explain. We had an armadillo cake. Let me, of course she did. Hold up, British man. Let me get through this. <laughs> um, so, are you from I, Texas? Well, originally, yes, I was born in Texas. So my my mother's side of the family is from Texas. Ah. Um, The movie Steel Magnolias, in the movie Steel Mm -hmm. Magnolias, there is a groom's cake that is in the shape of an armadillo. And it's this whole scene of like, it's with gray assin, gray assin. I've not even heard of gray assin. It's like this this quintessential moment of this film that I genuinely do love. Mm -hmm. So when we got around to talking about wedding cakes or whatever, I would quote Steel Magnolias as, you know, one does. Um, and I just got it in my head that I wanted to have an armadillo cake at the wedding. And Tristan's like, this is gross and inappropriate and kind of expensive. Like, what are you doing? And we didn't have a lot of money. <laughs> but it was this thing that I was just like, no, 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 no. I need this. I have to have like, it. Like, everything else I cut corners on. I bought my dress with a gift card from J. Crew that I got. <laughs> like, it was like nothing was expensive with my wedding. We didn't have a lot of money, but for some reason, I was like, no, no, no. We're dropping dollar on a custom armadillo cake. And I convinced him that it was a Southern tradition. It is not. It's just a thing that was in a movie. <laughs> but he was so creeped out by it that the compromise was we would have it at the rehearsal dinner so that people wouldn't have to look at it at the wedding. So I had to call a bakery. We're getting married in the middle of nowhere in Maine. <laughs> well, I had to call a bakery like 45 minutes away in like an actual town that had a bakery because my husband's hometown has one restaurant and they just call it the restaurant. <laughs> so I call this bakery. And again, I'm trying to explain to this guy from central Maine about an armadillo cake. I have to send him screenshots from the movie Steel Magnolia. <laughs> And he ended up making it and it was beautiful and so cute. And some of my friends during the rehearsal dinner even reenacted the scene before cutting it. Because the whole point, (laughs) one point where somebody gets the back end of the cake Mm -hmm. and then you hand it to somebody and goes, it's a nice piece of ass. It's like a whole joke. It's, but we did that whole bit. And then we had the cake. It actually was really good. It has to be red velvet. So when you cut into it, it looks like it's bleeding. Mm -hmm. This is part of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, red velvet's a very like Southern cake. Um, And then we had this beautiful cake. We only got through about half of it. So I decided that I would present it to everybody at the brunch the day after the wedding. Only now it's this like creepy carcass thing. It's just like this half head (laughs) and nobody wants to touch it because it looks sweet in the face. You're just like, I don't want to eat him anymore. (laughs) So he just came out as like a presentation. It's creepy. Anyway, so that was my alleged groom's cake. It was more like my cake. It's like I got two. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah, you should have had a lobster made. Yeah, it was my only thing I went weird on. Everything else I was like, whatever. <laughs> like, I was totally chill about what we, like, ate for the meal and, like, my dress. And everything else I didn't really like. I was like, it's cool. Mm-hmm. But that one thing I was like, no, 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 no. We're going to spend entirely too much money on this joke. <laughs> <laughs> 
worth it um i stand by that decision (laughs) i'll put up pictures it's adorable (laughs) oh my god um so um best worst we did that so we talked a little bit about the wedding thing now one of the reasons why i wanted to have you on is Mm -hmm. that you know we have gotten a question before from a listener talking about like trying to lose weight and like stressing out about it during the wedding planning Mm -hmm. but there's also like this thing that we're not really fans of the idea of everyone feels like they have to lose 50 pounds before their wedding day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's that really crazy expectation and mm-hmm. just in general of just like not trying to go on crash diets where you're also planning a big event yeah. and right. meeting potentially new family members. Like this might not be the best time, Yeah. but also food and nutrition and working out can be really good for stress and your health. Exactly. So I'm thinking you can maybe give some good tips or talk about, just give us some ideas maybe of how one can maybe incorporate some of this during this crazy time? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I've trained a few people before, like for their weddings. Um, I think you have to kind of get away from it because a lot of people do want to lose weight before their wedding. Even if they're in the best shape ever, they still want to lose some more weight before the wedding. It's because of the expensive photographer. Yeah, probably. Spend all that money. Yeah. Yes. So everyone wants like their pictures to look great. And... Did you try to lose weight before your wedding? No. <laughs> <laughs> me neither. <laughs> I didn't either. I mean, the morning of my wedding, me and my best man uh, went for a run and that actually nearly killed me because my best man is a runner. Yeah. I, I actually hate running. I'm one. I'm like that. the t-shirt you see. Like if you see me running, you should run too because it means something's chasing me. <laughs> <laughs> like I hate, I'm not a big fan of run. I do it, but. I'd rather do short bursts and sprints and all that kind of stuff. I yeah. like to lift and do other things. So, um, so I went for a run with my best man and it was good cause it just kind of like chilled me out and, but it did suck a little bit cause I was trying to catch up with him and he's like a, an avid, like long distance runner. Um, but, um, but I think you kind of have to just focusing in on, I got to lose weight for my wedding I think you have to look at it differently. I think you have to kind of look at it from not just the wedding standpoint when it's just like with the clients I work with, they have all these little individual goals and things like that, um, that they want to drop a few pounds or gain some more muscle or do this. They've got an event coming up, whatever, but their general main goal is, is their health. They're just general health being, healthier through their nutrition through their exercise and having a better quality of daily life like that's the main overall kind of goal that's that's the way it is for me as well when i'm 70 i want to play with my grandkids hopefully the way i play with my daughter now so um you kind of have to not focus so much on i just gotta lose this for the wedding yeah there's not an Mm -hmm. end date to health yeah because yeah, as soon as you've done it and then you, you don't build any good habits at that point. Um, but I mean, quick fixes, I mean, if it's if that's really what you want, you just want to drop weight for your wedding, cool. There's plenty of things you can do. I mean, you you have to make sure you're in a calorie deficit. Yeah. I don't really focus too much on calories. If I'm eating whole foods, clean foods, then calories don't really matter too much. Um, but you also want to make sure that you're getting in anywhere between three to five workouts a week and people always look at me and they go how often do you work out and i'm like well five to six days a week and they're like oh my god i can't i can't work out that much i don't have the time to do that but what people don't realize is a lot of the workouts i do are maybe 20 minutes yeah but it's 20 Mm -hmm. minutes 
all out, high intensity. I'm dead after 20 minutes and I'm done. And that's the workout I do that day. Sometimes I'll do two a days that are split up. So I'll do like a fasted cardio workout first thing in the morning, which is about 20 minutes. And then I'll do some kind of lifting or circuit-based session later on in the afternoon, which is maybe half an hour to 40 minutes. So really that's only an hour of work, but split up between two workouts. And that way I can work at a much higher intensity, Yeah, which is going to allow me to burn more calories, expend more energy and burn more fat in the long run. Yeah. And it sounds like, you know, when you think about if you are trying to incorporate fitness and you should, I mean, you know, it's good to have some movement in your day. Yeah. But if you're doing that on top of all this other stuff, mm-hmm. yeah, doing a program that requires you to do a 90 minute exactly five it's, times a week is going to be kind of hard yeah well, now, now so you were saying that there's things that you can do from home like you don't have to go to a gym yeah to to do this right. where you can really get a good strong mm-hmm. workout just within you know your house your living room exactly i mean for anyone listening i actually on my i have Paulberry training on facebook and on instagram and on my facebook page there's a whole bunch of workouts that i do i do them at the gym i do them at home i film them there And they're all 10, 15, 20 minutes, no longer than that, workouts. And most of them use no equipment. All you need is a mat, some space on the floor, and it can be incredibly effective for fat burning. And it's all different kind of um, setups that I use, like programming-wise. But all you got to do is put one of those on and, like, knock it out. I post, like, usually every Monday uh, a new video. And so right now I think there's about, I don't know, 15 videos, something like that. So there's plenty to choose from. You can vary it and do that kind that kind of thing, but it doesn't have to take hours and hours in a big fancy gym to lose some weight or to feel better and get in shape. So, yeah, I like it. I like the stress relief too. You're yeah. angry. You're stressed out. Well, exactly. For most brides, I mean, it is a super stressful time. So, getting a little workout in, especially first thing in the morning is a great way to kind of start your day de-stress and just kind of feel a little calmer as you go through your day. Oh, so. oh I like that. Bonus bridal break. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're going to put up links on the show notes so people can see what you're talking about, about your your workouts. But I think it's good advice of like, yeah, I mean, and being reasonable. That was one thing that the yeah. idea of like, don't come into an expectation of like, I'm getting married in three weeks. I want to lose 40 pounds. And you're yeah. just like, girl. Exactly. Like this isn't how you're going to happen. Yeah. And yeah. And, and, and understanding that like you want to do things that are healthy and good mm-hmm. for your body and not just doing these quick fix things that could potentially harm you and make your life more stressful. Exactly. And if you haven't, especially if you're coming from a place where you haven't done anything for a while, like you, you know, you haven't been in a gym or done anything physically, you know, demanding for a long time and you've got a wedding come up and you suddenly go, okay, now I want to lose some weight and do something. I mean, you're going to set yourself up to fail anyway. You're going to be in a lot of pain if you do it like that. So starting off with something simple and effective, low intensity to begin with. And I have, there's a couple of low intensity workouts that I have on my page, um, is a better way to start. Just start moving, you know, 20 minutes at a time. Again, factoring, finding a time, looking at your schedule and factoring into your day and prioritizing that making it like i actually almost prioritize my workouts above and beyond anything else because i know if i'm not in good shape i'm of no use to my wife and my daughter if i'm not in good shape i mean if i let it all go then that's going to lead to other things down the line so i have to look after me so that i can look after them i like that yeah oh that's smart 
Look at you. <laughs> no, old age. All these wa- these words of wisdom. You know who can use words of wisdom? Our listeners. Our listeners. <laughs> you, know yes. what, you know what this next segment is? No. <laughs> it's like, um, it, it, wait, you're not an avid listener of this podcast. You've been to like four weddings. Of course I am. <laughs> oh, no, but we're going to get Mine? In- yeah, yeah, yeah. You were at my wedding. I was. Indeed. You were at Pam's wedding. Yep. There you go. Oh my God. I had a black suit and a black shirt on. I remember Stop. that. Stop. Yes. I want to tell a story about you at her wedding. Uh oh. What did I do? No, it's what you and Noel did. Okay, so my husband and I <laughs> oh, no. show up, and we, you know, I've taught him a few dance moves. I'm not a professional <laughs> dancer, I don't have any training, but you know, I can like not embarrass myself on a dance floor. Sure. My husband. Okay, guys, he's not in the room. You he's know, like when you drive past a used car lot and they have that like <laughs> plastic tube man that like sways oh, flops in the, in the wind. Flop. Natalie, Natalie calls him Mr. Wibbly Wibbly. Right. So your mm-hmm. daughter calls him Mr. Wibbly Wibbly. I call it Tristan because it's what my <laughs> husband looks like when he dances. Like his feet stay together and he kind of bends his knees and his arms like swing out in ways yep. that don't make sense. So that's my dance partner. But I've taught him a couple things. So we go onto the dance floor at Pam's wedding <laughs> and we're doing, I mean, I maybe do one half move that I'm proud of us for getting down. Like it's like he like twirls me or something. And I'm like, oh, I feel like Ginger Rogers. Like, uh-huh. look at me. And then you motherfuckers strut onto the dance floor. You show up. Professional to be fair, dancers. we were all pretty hammered in that wedding. Slick outfit. Yes. Your wife comes with her gorgeous long hair. You're both professional dancers. And you both just like hip, hip, shoulder, shoulder, turn, bow, bow. To the point where Tristan and I just walked off. I was like, forget it. <laughs> I was like, I don't like these people anymore. (laughs) I don't even remember though. I remember we were really, really drunk. You were good drunk dancers, guys. Yeah. Good. (laughs) You looked great. And I was I was impressed but mad. I had no idea all of this was going on oh at my, my wedding. God. Ah. There was a lot of dancing at your like wedding. It was like some sort of there dance competition and I it lost was so early. Fun. <laughs> and we were outdoors and I was at, actually like dripping wet. I was soaking wet yeah. from sweat. Yeah. And it was outdoors. It was. I was just sweating from the anger of the jealousy <laughs> of those two dancing. <laughs> so um, anyway, I totally went on. We started to yeah. almost transition into the confessional part segment, and then I had to yell at you. <laughs> now I'm done. So I feel, that was a confessional. I feel so much better. Good. <laughs> We're in a safe space, right? <laughs> See, healthier mind. Namaste. Um, so yeah, so we have some <laughs> listeners that have sent in their confessionals and their advice questions, and we're going to help them out. Okay. And I think that you're sage enough to give some solid advice or we'll just uh, judge a hell away on confessionals. Is this it? It is. Oh, this okay. is it. Pam gets to go first. Okay. Yes. So you just have to sit this. here and, and listen. Okay. Dear Brooke and Pam, I have a confessional about my first non-family related wedding. So in college, I was friends with this guy whom I would describe as a quote unquote player. He always had a girlfriend, just one of those people that couldn't stand the thought of being single. In addition to his girlfriend, he usually kept a gaggle, a gaggle of side ladies, gaggle of side ladies. I like it. Not a good choice of friend, I realize now. During my senior year, I lived in a house that he owned with four other friends. Probably about a month into us all living there, he meets this woman who starts spending all of her time at our house. After six weeks, he decides 
to propose to her, which is kind of nuts if you really think about it, considering that they barely knew each other. He was 24, she was 22, and not yet done with college. She decides that this is the point that she needs to move into our house and begins to kick out the roommates. Two of us survive the purge. I was asked to be a bridesmaid, and not really knowing what sort of commitment that was or what it really meant, I agreed. A few months into their engagement, one of our friends discovered that the groom had a secret Facebook page that he was u- utilizing to meet and ask out other women. The bride had been getting progressively worse and hostile towards the groom's group friend group, trying to get him to stop hanging out with us and dictating that only they, the couple, could utilize the living room or basement. Being 21 and young and dumb, we never confronted the groom or told the bride that he was cheating on her, and everyone that and everyone that knew was in the wedding party. Not shockingly, that marriage did not last. I still feel awful to to this day because I consider myself a feminist and am truly repulsed by his actions. None of us really understood what marriage truly meant and had no idea how to engage in a discussion about this. I've fallen out of touch with that group and really morphed into my adult life, so I really have no idea what either of them are up to now. From a fellow wedding lover slash shit talker. Wow. Whoa. Damn. Can we start roommate confessionals? Because that is a podcast <laughs> That's all fun. in and of itself. Sorry, I'm Ruth yeah. on my lap now. I'm trying to get her to not touch the computer. Woman, stay still. Um, <laughs> so college, man. <laughs> They're <laughs> so young. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're fun. I mean... There's always one or two people that you know in your life that get married kind of younger. You're like, this is it. This is probably not going to last. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, what? wow. I don't even know what to add to this. It's so bonkers. It, I mean, it, it's kind of one of those things that, you know, there's so much that comes with roommates and, and college and and you just never know what you're going to get. And, and I get it. Like, you know, I thought, I think the way she presents this she's very adult and like realizing like wow that was a lot of shit and i like today i would have said something but i get it when you're in your 20s you're still finding your voice and i also like the idea that it really proves that when you're asked to be in somebody's wedding you have to say yes like she was a (laughs) bridesmaid in this wedding what Yeah. Like, no well, one this girl that. liked her because she, she, you know, survived the purge. Survived the purge. Hilarious. <laughs> Amazing. I love this story. I like this <laughs> listener. Please keep listening and please have other crazy things happen to you. You're clearly a nice person. Yes. And you're a survivor. <laughs> yes. Most definitely. And a good roommate. So, you know, she, I mean, right? But also, like, the thing, one of the things that has nothing to do with weddings, but this girl moves in and says that oh only us can use the was it the living room in the basement and yeah. it's like well, you, you got to say no what, what? Yeah. Wait, what's you, going down I'm that paying basement rent and you can't i can yeah. use i can use the kitchen and the bathroom <laughs> and that's it in my room like what everybody stay tuned mm. next week when pam and i start roommate confessionals i have so many crazy roommate <laughs> stories oh my god <laughs> uh, yes <laughs> Yep. Oh, you guys ready to move on to the next one? (laughs) Sure. Hi, guys. First of all, just wanted to say I love the Wedding Confessionals podcast. It rocks. Okay, I love this person because she gives us compliments. I know. That's my new instructions for everyone. Just kidding. (laughs) Uh, Okay, I'll get back to it. 
Me and my boyfriend got engaged in April this year. We've set a date for 2019, and I wanted to ask your help for starting the planning process. I've noticed recently that there's a trend of a wedding website so that you can post all your wedding information online rather than send out a million pieces of paper with each invitation. I just wondered what you guys thought of that idea and what information would be the most helpful to put on a website if you're making one. Thanks so much from Love from the UK. Yeah, I got things to say about this. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, I do too. First of all, let's go around the room. Did you have a website for your wedding? No. Did you, Pam? No. Did I, Brooke? Did you? (laughs) Yes. Oh. I did. Oh. Yeah. I put maps. Well, that's what I was going to say is I I think, I mean, sending out like an evite for your invitation, like I get, you know, trying to maybe be a little more green um, is good. But I yeah. still, I don't know. I still believe in the, you know, I put wedding invitations on my refrigerator and I think it's kind of fun to remember that. Yeah. But... I do think that if you're having a destination wedding, which I have been to some, and I'm like, oh, crap, did I leave that at home? Or I'm missing one of the 10 pieces of paper that came in this envelope. Having a website yeah. was really key that I could go onto it and say, ah, yes, there. I know what bus to get on at what time to get to the location or whatever. Yeah. Um. So you didn't do it at all? No. Um. That we had like, I don't know, we invited 50 people and okay. then we had like 47. Um, so it's small enough you didn't think it was necessary. Yeah. I mean, okay. my, my side of the guest list was pretty small. Also, so. what year did you get married? 2007. Okay. So not, I mean, not like the internet was around and flourishing. Yeah, it, it had been invented. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, like, I feel like today, like it's Squarespace. It's true. Yes. Is, yeah. You know, and WordPress and all the other options. But yeah. We're looking at 10 years ago and it wasn't what it is now. Yeah. So. I think. Um, so, yeah, it definitely is. It's, it's a, a lot more prevalent now there. Mm-hmm. I will say Squarespace has um, uh, Squarespace is where you can buy. I think it's like a couple of dollars a month or whatever. And you can purchase a website and they have pre-formatted and they have some that are specific for weddings. Like, oh, it's nice. like a template, which mm-hmm. is helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, I had one that was like an offshoot of, I don't remember what wedding website it was at the time. I tried to find it and I couldn't. So I guess it's dead at this point. But I remember I used it to put maps and addresses and um, just basic timing information. Yes. My advice to you is, um, oh, before I go on to my advice to you, I checked in with the two people so far that have been on this podcast that are really planning their weddings. Mm-hmm. Our friend Lauren was on recently, but she's yeah. so early that she's not really, yeah. she literally just got engaged. So she mm-hmm. doesn't have anything really ready yet. But I talked to Heather Woodward and Adam Michael Rose, who have both been on the podcast mm-hmm. to talk about their wedding planning. And both of them said they were using the knot and they both were using oh. wedding websites to put their information on. And, um, uh, I believe that Heather might be doing everything digital. So far, I've really? gotten like a save the date digital from her. Okay. That connects to that website. I believe that Adam is sending out paper ones, but has the website as like a secondary information flow. Mm-hmm. So if you do feel like you want to send out paper invites, like Pam saying the tangible thing that you put in the mail, and it is kind of fun. And I will say it doesn't get lost in the shuffle as much if it's on someone's bridge. Or on like yeah. a, a yeah. like a cork board or something. It really is true that it stays in their minds. So they don't 
freaking forget, forget honestly yeah. rather the, rather than just like in their inbox and the emails that just keep coming every damn yeah. day and then you gotta get, flag it and... right and there's spam and it just mm-hmm. gets lost so there is something to be said about sending it out paper there is a trend i was talking to people about rsvp digitally so you send out the paper but it says rsvp at this website that's a good I idea. Like that. so that's mm-hmm. another thing so that saves you on the envelope that you send back and that rsvp piece of paper so that like cuts well, all and the, the costs 10 pieces of paper that goes out like yeah. if you're just having one that like here's the date right yeah but yeah, i think right. that you know if you have hotel suggestions if it is a destination wedding or people are coming in from out of town and you have a place that already has a discount code that you know because you're buying mm-hmm. a block of rooms that's a great place to put that information yes mm-hmm. um anything to do with maps or specific of the location where you're getting married on ours they really pushed i remember of like having because i wanted to use it just for information but they had this template already built and you were supposed to put in like your personal like how you guys met and all oh, this yes. stuff and some people do that and i felt really weird about it and i think i wrote something kind of like funny and then you were supposed to write something about every single person in your bridal party in your par- wedding party <laughs> it was mm-hmm. like elaborate it was wow. a little much but i was like well i mean this is the template i guess i'll fill this out <laughs> i think that's fun too i yeah. always enjoy you know if i only know one side yeah. you know to learn about you know who the people that are standing with right. them and what they mean to them so i think that's kind of fun right um mm. yeah i definitely remember i wrote like little it felt weird because i was like i was writing like little description of why i'm friends with somebody or like what our friendship you know what i mean because i'm like yeah. i know you from this and blah 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 it was very bizarre but um anyway i definitely remember having that so i don't think it's weird to do it i think it's helpful even if you do go through with the paper thing 100 even the rsvps i think it's fine to do yeah some it's something just to have. I think Pam's right. If you forget the thing at home, if you're think about it, like if somebody leaves the invite at the house and they're driving to the location and they're trying to remember, like maybe the reception's in a different spot or what time does such and such start. There's nothing better than to be able to like look it up on your phone. Yes. It's great. It's key. Technology is wonderful. Is. I have to say I've had to lean on that more than a few times. <laughs> <laughs> Did you forget it at home on the fridge? I, maybe. You love it on the fridge and then you leave <laughs> it do. there. Love it and leave it. I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. Um, okay, so we have one more. Paul, right. you're up. You're up. All right. So, dear wedding confessionals, I come from a sort of large family and they have made it clear that they do not approve of my marriage and they are not coming to my wedding. I really don't care whether they come or not, but I have this feeling that they may realize they're being a-holes and decide at the last minute that they need to actually be there and just show up. So I really don't know how to plan for this. How do I plan for them to not come, but if my gut's right, them actually showing up from living in limbo? Oh, wow. This sounds terrible. First of all, I'm sorry you're having to deal with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You sound lovely. And they sound kind of selfish. I yeah. think I don't know why I said kind of. They are being selfish. To avoid that situation happening, though, I think you kind of have to talk to your family, right? I I mean, mean, it sounds like she's trying to talk to them. Okay. I think she has two options. (laughs) Elope. That was option one. (laughs) Elopement was my option one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's romantic. Maybe go to Hawaii. Paul likes Hawaii. It's a great place. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but also, I mean, if, if... you have this dream of having a wedding, you know, have it whether your family's there or not. I can't tell. Does she want them there or he? I can't tell from the story if it made a difference. It doesn't matter. I don't know. Um, I, I don't know. 
I mean, I think they're, the, they're making it that clear that they are not coming. So I think they've been invited. They do want them there. He, she, you mm-hmm. know, whoever's written this. But they also said, I really don't care whether the, whether they come or not. Oh, okay. So I think that kind of... Okay. It's a... She said... That's your that could be thing. hurt talking True. there. But it's a... So it's a big family? The entire big family is not going to come. So it's either going to be zero or yeah, 30 of, people. Yeah, it says large family. That's mm. kind of, that throws me. Because usually in a large family, there's a lot of different opinions. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But maybe, I don't know. Oh, geez. Oh, there's, I feel like there's so much backstory we don't know. It's so. It sounds like, I mean, she doesn't, she says, or he says, they don't really care whether they come or not. They just want to know how to plan for it. Okay, so okay. if we're taking the emotion so that, out of it, yeah, I don't know how you do. Cold. I know. Okay, if you're taking the emotion out of it, if I were just a party planner right. and that was and this information was given to me, there is a segment of people that may or may not show up. Please plan accordingly. And I was like, okay, and I like with my robot brain moved forward. Mm-hmm. I would plan for them coming. Yeah, I think you have to. That's Ruthie. Okay, sorry. I just heard a noise and she's walking around <laughs> trying to pull focus from this story. Um, I mean, I guess if you were worried about it, I would pick a venue that could easily throw in more tables. I don't know if you're financially able to do that. I would, I mean, then you're hedging your bets that they come. But then are yeah, you sad if they don't? And wasted sad, food empty and tables? I don't know. I come from, yeah. uh, I think... I'm pretty black and white. I mean, they said they don't approve of it and they're not coming. At that point, to me, okay, cool. You're not coming. That sucks, but you're not coming. So move on. Move on. I mean, they've kind of stated everything. Yeah. So even though that sucks. Is there a possibility that you can have this frank conversation with the venue of like, there's a TBD amount of people that may show up. What are my options? Yeah. I don't know. I'm still back to eloping. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Don't they? The, I feel like they're holding a lot of power. You know, I don't. I'm not answering her question of like how to handle it, but like I feel like they're holding her hostage on her own wedding. I think you take it back and elope and don't give them a chance to show up or not show up. Like, yeah, they're yeah. definitely dictating a lot of her emotions right now and taking what should be a happy, fun time. And making it shittier than it, like it even remotely needs more to be. More stressful yeah. and yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that it sounds like you've emotionally compartmentalized to the point where you're just like, I don't care. But I know that they're apparently irrational and 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 impulsive and may show up. Mm-hmm. I I guess my only advice is that if you do pick a place like that, and if you wanted them to come, it sounds like you wouldn't turn them away if they showed up. Right. So I yeah. guess making sure it is a venue that could at the last minute throw a couple extra tables or there's enough pews or whatever if you're it's the church or whatever mm-hmm. but man oh to not have your family there that that's but if they sh- there's shit family do you want them there? yeah they, <laughs> because then again they're making it about them oh oh they showed up or oh yeah. they didn't show up like it's your day i just really definitely want to throw out there that i hope that you really do focus on the good people in your life because yes. it sounds like you haven't mentioned any complaints about your significant other. And there's, I'm sure, a group of family or friends, maybe on his side or just in your personal life, that are supportive of this and are happy for you. And definitely 
take all of your focus and put it on them. Yes. Mm -hmm. I understand you're pragmatically trying to plan for a shit show and I appreciate that, but I'm like with Pam. Don't let them rob you of your joy. Don't let them. What'd you say? Hostage situation. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. They're holding her wedding wedding hostage. hostage. Yeah. Yeah. But definitely just you are in control of your emotions. I like so far what you're doing with it. Just make sure that you have fun. Have fun. And you will. Yes. Yeah. Get a good DJ. DJs can change anything. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Paul. Yeah. You did it, buddy. You made it. You did all the stories. See? Look at you. You were helpful. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) So now I reached the point um, that we're going to do our bridal breaks. Oh, okay. Um, uh, For the listeners at home that don't know, and for Paul because he's not an avid listener. (laughs) (laughs) We don't hold it against you. No, it's fine. Whatever. I will. I'll go back and listen to them. No, it's fine. Um, so, uh, <laughs> a married father. Hey, like, I'm learning about sense. weddings today. Yeah, you really are. See? Mm-hmm. You're becoming a wedding expert. Mm-hmm. You're going to replace one of us soon. I can feel it. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> um, as long as we don't have to switch positions, because I don't think I could be a really good trainer. No. I don't think I have the patience for other people. You are part therapist, part trainer. Yeah. Yes. I know. You're and the I patient have, man. I mean, I could do a whole podcast about the sessions that i've listened to and the, <laughs> the extreme stories air after roommates confessionals we yes. have a lot of podcasts <laughs> a lot of podcasts yep <laughs> this network's getting huge <laughs> <laughs> spinoff right um so anyway um bridal breaks are for not only brides but anyone planning weddings and it's just suggestions that we give to help people planning weddings take a minute do something fun that has nothing to do with planning your wedding enjoy your life so that when you come back to having to deal with your wedding mm-hmm. you're less grumpy so i'm gonna go first because it's going to take us a minute to get through my bridal break. I actually have two, but I have one that I feel necessary to do. And I've already prepared you for it, Paul. Okay. Yeah, and you've agreed. <laughs> and I, I appreciate that. So when your He's wife, game. when your wife yeah. was on, mm-hmm. we forced her to wear a beauty mask that I enjoyed. And it foamed all over her, and she looked like Mrs. Doubtfire. That part where the mask goes <laughs> on. Hello. So, and she also kind of lost like some. I don't know. She can still see, right? Because of her eye issues. I think so. Okay, I think that this next face mask is a little less dangerous. Okay, I've done this one before. The other one was kind of an experiment we did together. <laughs> But this one I've actually tried on. Funny enough, um, I was on vacation with my brother and his family, and I just was trying to do fun things with the kids just to like have because it was rainy days, like uh-huh. at the beach, and we were kind of bored. And I bought these beauty masks, and it's great because not only are they really like there's lots of you know moisturizer and you feel good, but they're in they have like little they're actual masks, so it's either a tiger or a panda. So we're going to look like crazy serial killers still, but like wearing little tiger stripes. Oh, goodness. I've probably worn worse things in my career. <laughs> <laughs> so um, if you have to choose, I have two tigers and a panda. As our guest, I will let you choose. Which one would you like? Tiger. Okay. Tiger for Paul. Mm-hmm. Pam, because I'm making you do this. Would you like to be a panda or a tiger? Panda, of course. Panda. Pammy panda. Pammy panda. Mm-hmm. Aww. And I'll be a tiger too, like Paul. So the idea is we have to... Oh, let me take a picture. Hold on. Mine is calming. This is cold. It's cold? Cold or cool? Cold. Okay. Sorry, I can't tell what the accent. I know. 
Okay, so okay. we rip them up at the bottom, okay. and then okay. you put them on your face, and then we'll wear these masks while everyone else gives their bridal breaks. So, um, yeah, Ooh. pop up that hat if you need to, Paul. Mm-hmm. But um, kind of spit it's at me. Kind of. Well, it's like it's got to be moisturizing. It's a moisturizing sheet mask, is what it's called. God, is this going to be so like creepy. that popping candy, but like on your face? It's so. I think cold. it's going to be cold. It's going to be great, guys. You're going to hate this, but it's fun. But I what think this is, is actually this? a really funny thing to have at a bachelorette party or like a fun night out with or in with girls. Fun night out. This is like the slumber party yes. part. This is total slumber party. Oh, this is good stuff. <laughs> See, you guys have already got them on your face and I'm still oh unraveling. God, you can't mine. unwrap it. Paul, don't rip it. Oh, there you go. Oh, I kind of ripped it. It's okay. Sorry. That's okay. Oh my goodness. It's cold. do i have it on right yes you look great it smells good (laughs) it does right Mm -hmm. i think it's more soothing than the ones we had before okay i think i you know what it is i got a little face and a little head it's amazing for how tall i am i actually have like a little face oh man this thing has ears too Oh my god, it does kind of have little yeah. kitty cat ears. It's mm-hmm. so cute. Oh, it does. <laughs> oh my goodness. We could actually start doing cats right now. Oh my god. Memories. We can get a little jellicle ball going. Oh my god, I know every word. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, so embarrassing. Okay, so now that you want. How, do, how long do we have this on for? It's supposed to be 20 minutes. We'll see how 20 long minutes? we last. Wow. <laughs> um, so, um, Paul. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your bridal break for this week? <laughs> My bridal break would be um, I actually like to decompress and listen to either jazz or classical music. Yeah, when that, you're driving home, you said yeah, it's really when soothing. I'm dri- yeah, when I'm driving home from the gym. Is there there's a specific Pandora mix that you mentioned? Do you know? What yeah, it's on on Pandora, I just I typed in. Um, classical music and it just popped up classical collection and it just plays random different classical music again I don't really know classical music as such um, so there's a few a few song or a few pieces that I do know yeah. Um, but yeah it just seems to chill me out classical music or um, jazz cool so yeah any any kind of random station on Pandora just type in jazz and put that on that helps me decompress on the way home on spotify i'm obsessed with coffee table jazz and i listen to it anytime i read a book Mm -hmm. it makes me feel classy yeah yeah um pamela what is your bridal break for the week i'm sorry the whole time she's that you've been talking paul Uh she's been taking selfies of her fucking mask (laughs) no (laughs) is that a lie is that fake news partial (laughs) have you also been taking pictures of us Maybe a few boomerangs. It's, kind of, <laughs> it's making me giggle. <laughs> so, Pam, what is your bridal break for the week? My my bridal my bridal break, um, this week is a friend of mine, um, that I used to work with in the entertainment business, um, decided to start his own winery with his wife, and they just launched their um 
their first bottles of wine and they started this a couple years ago because you got to get the process and it's got to stop, you know, sit and everything. So they just launched it and I tried out um, one of the two wines that they had. I have another one. I'm going to have that another day. But last night I tried um, this wine called Agenda. It's from Byron Blatty Wineries and it is so good. Nice. It says it's 75% Shiraz and 25% Tannet. So it's a red blend. It is a red blend. Mm-hmm. It's good. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love red in the winter. You and know I'm seasonal about my booze. You, uh, sorta. Yeah. No. No. No rosé in the winter. Rosé is only summer. Yes. Why? Because it's just it's cold. Wrong. Oh. And it's pink. It just looks like summer. And red wine is ta- is like room temperature, so it feels weird. To red drink. wine can be cold too. I think it tastes weird cold. I you do can, too. You can have it slightly chilled. Slightly chilled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, they turn in the fancy restaurants and I'm always yeah. like, what That's is this true. cold ass shit? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but they do it here in Los yeah. Angeles um, and there's a whole like LA wine movement mm-hmm. um, that's yeah. getting started and I just wanted to um, to let y'all know that this new winery is out there, Byron Blatty, and it's delicious. So nice. Byron Blatty is the name of the winemaker and the specific wine you had was called Agenda. Yes. Cool. It looks really, and the, the label's beautiful. It is. I'd like cool. to point out that rather than bring it for us all to share, you finished that bottle last night. Mm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I can't come with any lies. It's true. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> it was good. It good was good. Stuff. Yes. That's awesome. Um, so my bridal break, beside these really adorable um, animals uh, face masks that everyone's politely still wearing on their faces because you're very good friends, mm-hmm. um, is um, <laughs> there is a um, Instagram account that I like. It is called, um, going back to the fact that we're talking about health and fitness, I thought I'd pick kind of a fitnessy one. Cool. There is an Instagram account called at fit underscore with underscore coffee so fit with coffee is the idea behind it okay and it randomly just popped up on my like you might want to follow this when i was searching one mm-hmm. day mm-hmm. um and it is a starbucks barista named alex mo from albaline texas and i swear when i started looking at him he had like 300 followers and now he's at 20 20 000. oh wow and what he does is he is a starbucks barista who likes to create different ways of making kind of healthy Starbucks drinks. So what he does is he will put out a picture of the drink, a description of what the drink is. So it's like today, like the other day he had an iced pumpkin spiced macchiato and it was really low in sugar. And he also will do like high protein ones where they can throw in the protein powder and he will write out the exact instructions of what you need to tell the barista. And his biggest tip is take your phone, find the one that you want to do on my Instagram and just hand your phone to the barista and be like this one. And they can just type everything in. And he's just like every Starbucks barista is used to this sort of like different kind of thing. And that way you can have a fun treat, but still have maybe low sugar or high protein Mm -hmm. or something like that, just to kind of make it your treat a little more healthy. And he's like a total sweetheart. He does these things where if you post a picture of his drinks that you got, like he'll do like giveaways and he, you'll win like a a gift card to Starbucks. And it's like totally something that he's just doing on his own. I love that. So he's really cool. And I like this guy. I don't know him, but I like it. (laughs) (laughs) So um, at fit underscore with underscore coffee on Instagram. Fit with coffee. Fit with coffee. Check that out. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're a huge Starbucks fan. You love your Starbucks. Daily. (laughs) Yeah. Have to whenever I get a break. 
All right, cool. Um, so um, that's all our bridal breaks. Um, before we go, Paul, can mm-hmm. you tell everybody where we can find you online? Like you were talking about yeah. the Facebook um, Yeah, videos. so there's Pullberry Training on Facebook. You can go there. You can find there's tons of videos. I post a lot of tips, um, some recipes and things like that. Um, and then Pullberry Training on Facebook, uh, Facebook, Instagram. Um, those are my two that I have. I used to have Twitter. I don't anymore. I kind of stopped that one. It's okay. We dropped out of Pinterest, so it's fine. We don't judge. <laughs> I'm on Pinterest, but not as like a training thing. Just so. to like get some recipes and stuff? Yeah, just kind of get some inspiration and ideas and things like that. But cool. like my main two handles are Facebook and, and Instagram. Right on. So yeah. yeah, you can find me there. We'll make sure to put show note links and everything yes. on our... And also, if you go to Instagram, I always link my... Uh, the link in my bio is always a link to the videos on my Facebook page. Oh, cool. So, yeah, you can find it that way, too. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Perfect. Cool. Right on, Pam. Yeah. Um. So, Pammy. Yes? Um, uh, well, you still have this mask on your face. Would you like to tell everybody? I'm, I follow rules, and you said we have to have it for 15 to 20 minutes. Yeah. Well, you want to look good, don't you? I do. I'm just trying to make everyone look beautiful. I appreciate it. I'm looking it. out for everybody. I appreciate it. You're a good friend. It's a miracle like- mask. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hey, man. I'm talking uh, about myself. <laughs> Our former friend, Paul Berry, will be leaving now. <laughs> Um, so what are the, um, five places that you can find us, um, to listen to our podcast? What are our five providers that we know 100% have it every time we launch? Player FM. Yep. Stitcher. Yep. Uh, Apple, Apple, what is it? iTunes. No, Apple podcast. Apple podcast slash iTunes. There we go. Um, uh, I said Google play. Uh huh. Podbean. Yeah. I'm proud of you. All right. That's um, a good test. I know, I do she it. does this to me. Well, she usually... Honestly, I think she's distracted by the mask. She's been doing better lately. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have weird, like, itchy... We also are on Podknife, which is a really cool website where you can go to um, find um, independent um, podcasts and find interesting uh, reviews and information about them. So shout out to Podknife for adding us. Yeah, they we did. Love them. Yay. Cool. Um, and then um, if you're looking for more information for our Instagram, our Facebook, and our Twitter, all of that is located where, Pam? At WeddingConfessionals.com. Yeah, go to WeddingConfessionals.com and there's all the links for all of our social media it's too. all there. Um, and if you want to send us a story, please do. There are three different ways you can do it. You can send us an email at WeddingConfessionals at gmail.com or you can send us a phone call. You can leave us a little voicemail. We have a little Google phone thing set up. Yeah. It is The phone number is 434-933-2663. Again, 434-933-2663. Or you can go to our website, which is what, Pam? WeddingConfessionals.com. From there, you can go to a tab that says, tell us your secret. And you just click on that tab. And then there's a feature where you just put in a name. It doesn't have to be a real name. Make a name yeah. up. We don't mind. Yeah. And then you just put in whatever information you want to give us. You want to give us a question you want some answers to, or you want to tell us some crazy confessional that happened to you. You can do that completely anonymous. We don't need to know what's happening. We love it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't need your information. We just want your hot, hot gossip. <laughs> Spill <Yes>. that tea, y'all. <laughs> um, and also, if you are on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts, what should they do for us, Pammy? Leave us a review. We yeah. love reviews. We love reviews. We love five stars. We love yeah. hearing from you guys and getting feedback. We do. Um, and that's it, man. We did it. We did. Yay. I'm so proud of us. And we're going to, are we wearing these for another 10 minutes? Yeah. I guess. Clearly. Yeah. I don't think that's happening. <laughs> Everyone, <laughs> the looks on your faces, even under the mask, I can see we're not excited about that idea. <laughs> 
but I think they're really fun. Yeah. Um, so, Pammy, I will see you next time. See you All next right. week. See ya. Bye. Bye. Special thanks to Andy Schreier for our adorable theme song and to Ramsey Malay and Brian Maylard for their technical support, which we desperately needed. Want to make sure you don't miss a single episode? Subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud, and make sure to give us a five-star rating, or I guess a four if you're being judgy like us. If you have a crazy story to tell or need some advice, you can reach us by going to our website, weddingconfessionals.com. Or you can email us at weddingconfessionals at gmail.com. Or leave us a voice message at 434-933-2663. That's 434-933-2663. And as always, we will never reveal the names in order to protect the innocent and the annoyed. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you're looking for those links, you can find those and more at our website, which if you haven't figured out by now is weddingconfessionals.com. See you guys next time. Bye.